listening to Cleveland and Beyond with Andy Bellman and Jared Watson, brought to you by Evergreen Podcasts. And we are live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. He's Andy Billman. I'm Jared Watson. And this podcast is brought to you by Waiting for Next Year. Check them out, original Cleveland sports reporting at waitingfornextyear.com. Also, we are a part of Evergreen Podcast. Well, the Browns, plenty of chatter going on. Are we going to re-sign Rashard Higgins? Uh, more trade rumors about Odell Beckham Jr. and whether he belongs in Cleveland or whether that ship has sailed. The experiment, was it worth it? Is he going to work out here? Can he ever connect with Baker Mayfield? Would he be better off somewhere else we're going to get into that um are we still going after an edge rusher uh maybe i think we are i think most of us believe that that is still the case even though we have not gotten uh, jj watt obviously uh we're going to talk about the indians and fran mil reyes and, and and jose ramirez who apparently are just going out getting haircuts and doing whatever they want uh but there are some other good things going on bobby bradley hitting home runs andy is that something that, that, that we can talk about something some some offense maybe that might make me Amen happy because has- lord knows it- you're higher on the Indians than I am. I'm excited about the Indians. Okay. Then cheer me up because Lord knows I am about as low on this team as I have been. Um, and, and I don't think I'm I don't think I'm being hyperbolic here, as low as I have ever been on this Indians team. Uh, and it's not really from an on-the-field standpoint, although on the field is not helping. Uh, and then we'll talk about the Cavs, and I think we'll just lead off with this. Uh, longtime Cavs announcer Joe Tate passed away today. He had been in hospice and uh, a very good, solid follow on Twitter, who I like to follow, led me to this article by um, Terry Pluto, who uh, is a longtime friend of Joe Tate, Um, Roberto Shenanigans. I don't know if any of you follow him. He's a good Cleveland sports follow. Uh, Led me to this article by uh, uh, Terry Pluto, who's friends with Joe Tate, who visited him with him often in in uh, hospice during these these past months, uh, past weeks sat down with him and talked to him about his time announcing and some of that history, uh, some of the time that he spent, you know, even learning to announce baseball and spending time with Herb score um, and how Herb had welcomed him, welcomed him into the booth. Uh, it, it, it was for me, Andy, just being the radio guy that I am, the background that I come from growing up, listening to Joe. Um, I spent a lot of time listening to Cavs games. I spent a lot of time listening to his calls. I'm not the guy who remembers the particulars, the the Craig Elo Lubbock, Texas call that everyone seems to remember that they highlight as one of their favorites. But I do remember being a child. I spent a lot of time as a child listening to his calls uh, through the 80s and into the early 90s. And then even when it got brutal for a little while into those mid-90s teams when I was still listening to those radio calls. And Joe Tate's voice always rings clear in my ear when I think Cavs radio, Cavs calls. And so, um, you know, it's, it's, it's sad to hear. Uh, I know that a lot of folks feel that way. We, we, we love our sports broadcasters, our team announcers in this town, in this region. And we just want to give our heartfelt sympathies and condolences to uh, the Tate family, to friends and loved ones, and to everyone else who enjoyed listening to his broadcasts over the years. We know it had been a long time since he had done those calls and those games, um, but it doesn't feel like it had been that long since he had done them. Um, especially, you know, when you listen to his voice, it, it just, it, that's, he, he is the calves when you hear those calls. Uh, so, um, very sad and, uh, rest easy, Joe Tate. 
sad to see. There's nothing really. I, I just feel bad. JV has heard doing a great job already. Wham with the right hand. Many great there calls. You, there you go. <laughs> Good to have you in the room tonight, Javius. What's going um, on? Hey, John. Yes, RIP Joe Tate. I thought we should have laid off with him because he's a legend. Uh, Jared hit all the key points. So it, it was just sad. He has not been doing well for a while. Um, I did not realize what was going on either. Just sad, sad, sad to hear. He he is beloved. He's a very, very nice man. And, um, you know, it just sucks because he's someone who's a really big part of this community and certainly in, in as you said, Cleveland and Cavalier lore. So RIP Joe Tate, you will be missed. You really, really miss, and your impact is being shown all over Cleveland social media and everywhere today here and yeah. tonight. Say yeah, hi to Fred. Yeah, know? exactly. No, no, you're right. By the way, that's a good call. You're exactly right. So moving on, because there's no really good transition. So moving on now to the Browns. Cleveland Browns. So a couple of things that my partner said here picking up <clears throat> going in. I really don't give a fuck about the Odell Beckham trade rumor shit. I that just don't care. Yeah, let's just start with I, that right I now. I don't it's even care. So I don't care. And I, 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 I'm sick of it. I, I don't need clicks. I don't care. No. Nope. The big one I want to talk about, there's two. There's two, but I'm going to lead off with the opposite one. We should be talking about Higgins, but I'm going to lead off with the bigger one. Dak Prescott's contract really set off the dominoes, I thought, to where we're at. On Monday, he signed that big contract. I actually want to lead off here because we haven't talked about this in a while. And defense is important. Bringing back Rashard Higgins is important. Right. Hey, believe land, Manny Blasdale. Good to see you, brother. Good What's to, going on, Manny? Thanks for tuning around. in, I brother. I haven't seen you as much lately. Good to have you around. Um, this is a big deal with Prescott getting signed like this, and it shows the importance. You don't have to go on this podcast to know. We we both believe we should resign Baker Mayfield. Right. Um, I'm still kind of baffled that there's still a little debate. It's gone away mostly, but there's still a little debate about this. You need to you need to resign him. And the reason why is because contracts like this, they're going to be getting bigger. I know Grossi um, really hammers at home, and I agree with Grossi on this. And I'll, and I'll go a step further, which I've been saying. This is good for the team. It's good for morale. Baker Mayfield has earned this. Baker Mayfield is our yeah. guy. If it, for some wild fucking reason, which I don't think it will, it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. You, this is the right move. you got to resign him. You got to take a look at this contract. You got to make these numbers work. So for everything we're going to talk about today, Higgins, very important. Obviously, we both believe in him. Defensive red rusher, very very important. Andrew Barry made a point of it. We're going to talk about it. Getting some more defensive help, very very important. The most important thing on this team is Baker Mayfield. You need to get him locked up long term. With everything we're going to talk about today on the show, I just I wanted to lead off with that. This is very important. This is a guy who won a playoff game on the road against our fucking arch rival. Let's take care of him. This team's on a good roll. Let's keep this positive momentum going. I wanted to lead off of Baker's. I think it's important. This is a big, big time in this organization. They, and I know they're working on it. I think they will get it right. But it's a big moment for them. They got to get this done. Need it. You're, you, you, you nailed it, Andy. Sooner rather than later. Sooner yes. rather than later because let's 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 say this way. You, you push it another year. Um it's going to cost more big time because what happens next year? If they go further, what happens if they are AFC champs? What happens if they, I mean, I'm genuinely putting Super Bowl out there. I mean, that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm there. That's where I'm at. No, well, Jared, it's bigger than that. It's everybody. I'm there. The Browns, the Browns so, have a chance to go through. So if you, so why yeah. would you even dick around at this point? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a no fucking brainer at this point. It's a no fucking brainer. You sign the man long term. You lock him in, and you're done with it. 
You don't want to have those questions in the air. You don't want to go into next season with those questions in the air. Correct. Done. Over with. Sign the man. Sign the man. Sign him long-term and do it now. And then you can get – then you know what you have money-wise down the road the rest of the way too. That that's why I wanted to lead off with that because there's so many things that are being discussed about like all and we're gonna get into all of them. The best thing that the Browns need to keep sight of Baker Mayfield, getting that contract in line. The, all these other things are great and they're big importance. We're not yeah. that is number one and three. And I'd actually I agree with fourth is something else I want to lead off with after this. So we all agree we won't go into long things. I thought Barry gave the right attitude during the press conference, really going, hey, like we're working on this. So I'll, I'll quote him. It was really the same trajectory as Miles Garrett. Obviously, we did his deal in the summer, but it's not something that I really felt comfortable talking through really until the off season. And he went into a longer quote. That's from uh, Barry last week. It's. I just want to lead off with that. There's all this noise around. The, there's always noise. Everyone should stay focused. Biggest thing in the off season is get. Mayfield signed to a long-term deal somewhere. That is the biggest thing. All these other things are good and you need you got to. It starts and ends with six. Get him locked up. Their yeah. leader. He's our guy. We're with this. All this other shit's gonna it's gonna come and go. Higgins, love to see him come back. He's not as big as Baker Mayfield. Love Nick Chubb. Hate to say it. Baker Mayfield getting signed is a bigger deal than Nick Chubb. These things have to happen. That big well, I mean, it's, you know, he's the keystone. He's the linchpin. He's, yes. he's what makes everything works. The yes. offense revolves around him. Let's, let's not make any mistake about this. And, you know, throughout this off season, I, I've talked about this in the past, Andy, where I just casually peruse Twitter on a regular basis for like, I don't know, every, every hour or so throughout the day. Cause that's what I do. I have problems. Someone take the phone from me. My wife. I actually played a new. A I played a new match game that matches three things in a row, and it's helped me distract from Twitter and Facebook. I need to stop doing it. I love Twitter. I love, love, love Twitter. It is just terrible for me. Um, <laughs> but what pops up all the time? Pro Football Focus, CBS Sports headquarters stuff, and uh, there's one other. It might be Sports Illustrated, and it's constantly these new infographics of top three, top five, whatever, quarterback numbers, this and that, quarterback this, quarterback that, over this many years on their first three seasons. Over, And I swear to God, Andy, every single one of them, every single one of them, the latest one is the comparison of Baker Mayfield's first three seasons to Tom Brady's first three seasons. <laughs> and Like every single one of them is nothing but a fucking reinforcer that – don't take this kid for granted. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't talk. I don't, 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 do not take this kid for granted. Don't do it. Every single one of these infographics. And it happens once every two, three, four days that one of them pops up that reminds you that he's, I mean, legitimately in those top five for whatever this number is percentage for long, you know, passes 25 yards or more, you know, percent completion, you know, shit like that, that you're like, you know what? I didn't realize that. No shit. Well, I I guess I, wow. Okay. You know, it's, they're just reinforcers that he is that good, that he is not some piece of shit 
that need you know that that's because there are still Andy there are still people out there that want to that that will that will try to say he's you know that they'll 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 they'll, they'll throw in the Johnny Manziel in there too. There are people that still exist out there that do that. You know they Love do. <laughs> they do. Yeah, I know. It makes you. I know. I know that face. It makes me Who, sick. What happened at the end of the year in Pittsburgh on the road? Who won that game? Andy, how about this too? Baker Mayfield is undefeated at home against the Steelers. To all those people, there's an, that's another infographic that popped, up, that popped up last week in my face. Again, Javius. numbers that you're like, oh, okay, yep. Javius, I agree. With Javius on Facebook, he's going to make a lot of people regret ever doubting him. I agree mm -hmm. with you, Javius. I just wanted to get to it to lead off. There's all this noise, and it's fun. And next week. You talk about a busy week. We'll we'll be on Tuesday. I can't do Monday, but I'll do it on Tuesday. We'll be doing brackets, Browns free agency. <laughs> and it's gonna be big. It starts on Monday at noon. There'll be a lot of shit going on. And everybody better embrace it. It's gonna be fun. But the number one thing is Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Don't don't get worried about. Oh gosh, David resigned with the Buccaneers and he's the linebacker we wanted. Or you're getting caught up in the Broncos won't trade Von Miller, which I want Von Miller too. Or why the fuck did JJ Watt go to the Cardinals, which we'll talk about that later. All that stuff is sure, it's in the importance pile. Bro, there Number are players, there are players everywhere. Baker there there aren't Mayfield. franchise quarters everywhere. Right? Yeah. There are playmates. You can find guys everywhere. You can't find free you can't find franchise quarterbacks everywhere. Again. I just wanted to make sure we let off with it. And, and I'll even I'll even go this far. Dallas giving Prescott that that deal is even more evidence that like if they're giving him that deal. Like, by the way, I thought Prescott was worth it. Then you'd better take care of Baker. Again, he's good. Ba Prescott's good. I was really impressed with him when he played the Browns last year. I think he's yeah, worth it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's worth it. And he did not do anything. He got poor guy got injured. So anyways, I would say you can debate what the next one is, but it's all about Higgins to me. And the Higgins rumor mill is, oh, we're whipped. We're depressed. Everybody's stressed out because we all want Higgins to come back. We all do. And it just seems to be going down this road of he's not coming back. I'm going to give some hope. I had this revelation today. I got, I've got some, hope. some hope. I've got some hope to give to you. Go ahead. I got some hope. I was looking at the free agency wide receiver market. Yep. And they listed the top wide receivers. He's not even on the list. No. And that's good. You're going to go where I'm going. I think this is an oversaturated wide receiver pool. I don't think Higgins is going to come back as of today, but I think there's a chance. If you would have asked me back earlier today, I said, there's no chance. I don't see it. It looks like they're really high on Njoku coming back, and they're just going to walk with Njoku and let Higgins run away. I will say there's now a chance. I still think the Browns have to put up more money. It's being reported by various people. People can take a rumor. They only offered them two, or two, maybe even just as much as three. It's not a lot of money. So here's the point I'm making. They're going to have to go up a little bit more than that. Right. But but there's a chance. I'll say there's a chance. I still don't think he's coming back, though, Jared. I think he's going to walk. I do. Things gonna go somewhere else. Well, the problem is, and this is, and and this is this is where this is what we're talking about here. I don't think he's gonna get the five or six anywhere else. 
Yeah, I guess the that's, question is that can... is the, that is the problem. Is anyone else going to give them five or six? And I don't think they are. Well, will the Browns go four, four and a I half? think. I mean, why not? At that point, uh, that's you so and I. I. So, so is he going right. to get a taste? Of the, is he going to get a taste out there? Or the, I that, think he's. That, gonna, I think. I think someone's going to give him four and a half. I really do. Or five. I do. I don't, I don't know if he's going to get five. Who do you think is going to give him five? I don't know. I know this stuff. It's just crazy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. People do crazy shit. And his numbers are very high extreme analytics. And I think there'll be some team who will take a look at that and really take it for, for heart. Well, that's the bummer. Because I would say, honestly, if the Browns did sign him, I think four is about the number. Maybe four. four five is topped out, obviously. Um, I, I saw that, you know, six is... I don't know what's uh, where. Where is six? Is, who's who's thinking? It's a lot six of people is? who are in this world, and we can all debate whether it's right or wrong. And this happens in baseball. It's yeah, now happening in football. The earmark it used to never happen in football. It's now happening in football more and more. Like baseball, we were all growing up. The earmark price value for Higgins is six, highest seven, according to people who know values. But from what I'm seeing in the oversaturated market, I think you're looking at five as well. I think you're looking at four and a half, five. I really do. That's and the Browns about aren't close where I'm to that. at. And that's not where the Browns are at. I, I, so here's a couple of things to think about. Barry on Higgins last week, quote, he obviously played a key role for us this past year. We have a really positive history with him. Look, free agency can be difficult. And obviously he has earned the right to make that decision and the most appropriate for him. We will maintain consistently good communication with him and, and his reps. Key. And we will see where it goes, end quote. I don't think that's a death certificate of him not coming back, but that is someone who's talking reality. Here's what I've, hearing from Higgins on, whether it's on Emmett and Gerard show, whether it's on any other tweets, whatever else, Higgins is dying to stay. Here's where I, there's two or three things to think about this. One, I would take Higgins over Njoku. Even with Njoku improving, I would rather cut Njoku and keep Higgins. The Browns don't seem to want to do that. And as of today, that's that's what's on the table. So we got to accept that for what's worth. But if I were Andrew Barry, that's what I would do. Two, Higgins is dying to come back. Will he take less money to stay in Cleveland? He did last year. So I don't think he had much options. That's the question. That is the well. See, and this is going to be this is going to be a part of the problem too. Is he didn't have many options, and again. He didn't he didn't get he didn't get much of a chance until the season moved and went on last OB season either. Jay's injury got Higgins in the So game. my point being, I still don't know what he's going to get out there. Um although at the same time, I don't like that he's not being taken care of considering that he is a guy who wants to be here. I don't like, and obviously there's things <laughs> that go on behind closed doors that we don't know about, but on the surface, when you put it out there in the way that you just did, and Joku's going to stay, yep. Higgins is going to go, that doesn't feel good to you, it doesn't feel good to me, and it doesn't feel good to most people that see the way that Njoku has played this laissez-faire attitude regarding his wanting to be a part of the Cleveland Browns organization, even when he's playing, even when they are winning, it doesn't, his attitude even now doesn't seem to have changed from then. 
So that makes it difficult for me to be okay with this. It would be the first time, I believe, that I'm really not on the same page with this decision if it goes down that way. So let's play a game. I'm going to play a game. OBJ, Ninjoku, or Higgins. You can only keep two. Which two are you going to keep? Oh, it's Higgins and Odell. Bro, I'm rocking my Odell shirt right now. Odell goes nowhere. I'm tired of that fucking worn out. Ready? Take. I'm going to play new. I'm going to I'm on the same wavelength. I agree. Let's play a different game. Oh, boy. I know what you're going to do now. You this is a, a tight end offense. This is a tight end offense. They're going to keep on Joku. Okay, fine. Perryman and Higgins or OBJ? I'll take Perryman and Higgins. Mm. I think Perryman can make up for that speed loss from OBJ. And I just got to be frank and honest. I think Hollywood Higgins has got a better flow within the offense. I got to be honest. I think Perryman and Higgins is the way I would go. And I would figure I, out what I still OBJ. don't like the way that Perryman walked last time. Perryman, Perryman got upset because of everything that happened. It's an emotional thing. Um, I, I was actually okay with it back then. I, I understood it because he was trying to get starts and he was trying to get more playing time. I, I think these are kind of decisions that have to be going on in shrooms. That might be the reason why this Odell thing is sniffing. I don't think Odell's going anywhere. I just don't. <laughs> I think he's no, here. there's no way I, because I, one, nobody's got the money. Like nobody wants to, there's no, there's nowhere to go with it. No, it doesn't. I, I just didn't see any big, I didn't see anywhere where he really fit. Um, I mean, obviously the rumors are out there about him going to Tampa Bay, but I still don't know how that works either. I mean, didn't they just, didn't they just franchise one of their wide receivers? Too? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I, I just, I just think if I the Browns, the one thing I'd keep thinking about is, are you really bringing on Joku back? after this year if you are then come talk to me that's a different discussion if you're really just holding it on as you want a third good tight end who's played well at the end of the year here's the thing you gotta think about i don't think obj is coming back after this year i just don't and that's a different discussion we'll go down that road um, bringing back higgins and signing him to a multi-year deal and bringing someone like Perriman, you in cutting and joku makes to me a lot of sense because that six million can be distributed between Perriman. And Hollywood Higgins. And that way you have cover because next year you can't keep OBJ and Landry. You just you just can't. The numbers aren't there. You're not gonna be able to keep both those guys. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to. Because you guys start signing Chubb. I want Nick Chubb coming back. Like then you're going to decisions like I want Nick Chubb in 2022. Again, though, all of this changes if they win a Super Bowl next season. Well, but right. And by the way, you're right. But like I'm just playing hypothetical. This is the rose I see. These are, and by the way, these are great decisions. Because I'd rather have these than the decisions we usually have. Where Who do you want to draft the quarterback this next year? <laughs> Did you read this report about the Colorado wide receiver? Look, I mean, I like Hey, do you at. think that that offensive coordinator would make a good head coach? <laughs> Anybody want to do a kicker countdown, which we'll be doing here soon? Uh, but, 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 like, here's the thing. That head coach from Appalachian State had a hell of a season, <laughs> and I heard that he, had, he interviewed well with the Haslam's. I watched the Bengals and Alex Van Pelt on the sidelines. He could call a hell of a game. So, I mean, we're, we're making better, better, better discussions there. But these are the, this, to me, is the real <sighs> decision that's coming. I think Higgins needs to come back because I think Higgins is long-term. I think OBJ is one year. 
I think Njoku might be one year, and that's why I'm really bothered by Higgins not coming back. Has to be said. Higgins is going to play two or three more years at a good level. He has got that in him. I see it, and I believe it. I don't think OBJ's coming back in 2022, and I don't think Njoku is. Uh, the Browns, uh, the Brown Browns.com actually wrote an article today that they posted about how important their tight ends were. Oh, season. they love them. And by the way, they won 11, they won 12 games, including one playoff game. So I'm trusting this. This isn't me worrying and wringing my hand. But I like, know. I'm just saying, I, I just, I had to, he had to say it. That's why Higgins is getting so much play. I think I'll just leave it there. And by the way, if you listen to any sports talk, any podcast, Instagram with me, right here, everyone says the same thing. Yeah, keep Higgins and Njoku take care is a good run. All except for the people in Berea as of right now, which is interesting. So weird. Which is interesting. So weird. Um, before we get into Nick Chubb, that's another guy I want to bring up. Um, I guess they're going to roll the dice. It sounds like they're going to roll the dice and just try to sign him as the season continues. It doesn't sound like they're making. And now, by the way, this is a long ways to go between now. Who, and sign Nick Chubb to a long oh, sign. Is he's yeah. a he's he's a UFA after this year. He's a right. total free agent, no strings attached, unrestricted. After his after this year, um, I bring him up too. And these are all good problems, but again, like you know, he's been going on with some stuff with Georgia, which I don't know anybody cares about. Uh, like, I, I couldn't I couldn't care less about that shit either. You want to talk yeah. about some, another another story that. I love this guy. We believe that there's claims that Georgia and Alabama play players hundreds of thousands of dollars. I mean, you don't think it's going on at Ohio State? You don't think it's going on in Michigan? Well, even if we, on top of that, I loved, I love Nick Chubb's response, which was, if I, if I needed the money, I would have declared. I don't want to the NFL. I I won't do my investigative reporting, journaling things. I've been doing way too long. Everybody in college football gets paid. Okay, now let's move on. let, Let me go. Let me go a step further. These kids in college football should fucking get paid. Yes. And it's even just as dirty in basketball. <laughs> so all that to be said, the biggest thing to me and to you is what's going on with Nick Chubb and the signing. I do find it interesting there. I lo- Again, this is another guy. Nick Chubb to me is long-term. Yep. Now, Chubb is tricky because they have a lot of the things they have to take care of. Yeah. And I understand that. I just want to bring it up and put it in the back of our heads. Mayfield's one. I get, even though Chubb's more important in the Higgins situation, Chubb is three. So you got to figure out this wide receiver tight end room. And then there's Chubb. I bring all this up for a reason. We're going to talk about the painting of the defense. The great thing about this team is they're focusing on the right side of the ball, the offense. Quarterback being solidified. What are we going to do in the wide receiver tight end room? Running back. I think this is all the big things and the right things to be talking about. Hendrickson, Shaq Barrett, I'll get into in a second. I love Shaq Barrett. I'm getting to the point of saying, you know what, fuck it, just pay the guy a lot of money and let's just go. Pay Von Miller a lot of money and let's go. All that to be said, these are the big decisions. What to do about Mayfield and get that contract done. Higgins in that wide receiver room. What's going to happen to OBJ in 2022? In Joku, what's going on with Nick Chubb? Those are the big things. This next stuff, it's all defense. It's all important. It's all noise. But just remember, these things are the big things. And number six is number one. Got to get him locked up. What happened to J.J. Watt? Mary Kay Cabot did a nice little story on this. So let's get into it. I'm glad she did, by the way, too, because the narrative that came out first 
was annoying and you knew it was bullshit. Yeah. So yeah. let's roll into it. The Browns were one of the few teams that made an offer to Watt, according to Mary Kay. But as, as but as she reported last week, it wasn't higher than the two-year 31 maximum. And by the way, everybody claims that. Everyone claims now the Cardinals gave them the highest thing. So that's fine. Watt did really like the Browns, according to Mary Kay, but took more money to sign with the Cardinals. He also said he really liked Kyler Murray and the weather in Arizona, which, by the way, hey, I love Cleveland. Love Cleveland. You love Cleveland. I love Cleveland. If you want to compare weather patterns, okay, hey, Arizona wins. So if weather means that much to you, you got us. <laughs> I don't know what to say on that one. All that to be said, I I've, I, I just think it's – I'm glad this is done. I thought everything that happened kind of was already kind of non-verbally committed through his postings. I mean, private jets – Gold, gold being shown, blingy stuff. It just, Limousine driving. Riding. Yeah, I mean, seriously, Ric Flair. I mean, this is, I mean, this really, really was Ric Flair. Woo! I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. I'm sorry, Ric Flair's a Bronx and profiling. Yep. I mean, I mean, look, I mean, it just felt that way. To put it out there, <laughs> I was wrong about this, and now that I've learned, JJ Watt belongs in Arizona, and I don't wish him harm or anything else. Best of luck. You're not made for Cleveland. No. You're not. We thought thought he was built different. He ain't built different. Let me just, let me just, I just got to throw this out there. I lived in Vegas for three years. I've been out there in that nice weather. I've been gone. I've been out of this area for 15 years. I brought my happy ass back here because I'm, I, I don't mind this weather. I don't mind this weather. I've never been cry about the weather guy. I've never been. I never have been until this year. Whoops, I took my <laughs> mic on. Hawk. You're on. <laughs> I love a good hot tub. But look. Um, oh, I'm, I've, yeah, see, I, I, you got it. Now, I invest in those fun winter mm-hmm. extras. Yes. 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 Those are good. I've got the fireplace. All right. I've got That's, the hot tub. There you go. I've got the, you know, the, those those fun winter extras. Yes. Yes. Necessities. All that to be said. That's that. I think after all that offensive stuff and J.J. Watt being post-mortem, Von Miller, Carl Lawson, these are names you're hearing. Yep. Hassan Reddick, mm-hmm. Hendrickson, the guy out of um, New Orleans. Shaq Barrett now being sniffed, which I like a lot. And then you got a whole bunch of other guys in Bud Dupree and Von Miller, which we already mentioned at the top. So I'll give you mine. I want to hear Jared's. I still think if you – now that I've seen the numbers come out, the Browns have good amount of cap. They're still in the top. They're still really up there. I'm just going to say it. I've actually turned one corner. I still think you should try to make Von Miller work. Okay, fine. You can't do it. Maybe it's going to be too much training. Fine, whatever. If you're really, I just think the Browns need to go for things. Sign that kid from Tampa Bay. Just get Shaq Barrett in here. Let's start sacking fucking quarterbacks. I don't want to wring my hand. Carl Lawson. I like it. I don't love it. Trey Hendrickson, I like it a lot, but I don't love it. I like it a lot. I think Hendrickson could be good. Do I like Doug Bud Dupree? Yes, but he just come off an injury. I, Yannick Nguakwe, I'm not a fan. Like, there's some other guys there. Like, I like Reddick, but I want to love something. I want to love it. Let's just go for Shaq Barrett. 
Yeah. I I, I just think let's just I mean, go all in and just let's just go. Well, I think that's part of the. I mean, that's part of what it seems like they're doing. I mean, yeah. when when you talk about making the move to clear another three million of cap space, uh, with cutting Claiborne or, uh, or releasing, by the way, by right, the way, releasing by, Claiborne. By, by the way, one of the we've had some legendary ones for all the things that went well. Wasn't the Browns' fault? Boy, Claiborne stunk. Woo! He was quietest yeah, three and a half sacks you'll ever see. <laughs> you kept thinking he'd show up. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was Boy. a bummer. It was a bummer. It really was. That was the especially because one... you needed him. You oh. needed him. What was that? Early oh. in mid-season, right? I just remember I'm one... doing that right in my head. Yeah. Wasn't it early in mid-season where you really were hoping that he it was... well because Miles was out. You need yeah, you, that was you, it. Yeah, yep, 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 I mean, yep, yep, like yep. That's what here's it was. the thing. Here's the thing. <clears throat> you uh, there was a game he played, and obviously it's probably in the middle of the year, and I saw him like, who's that big dude who's slow? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Claiborne. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I just remember yeah. after that moment, I'm like, I have no hope, no hope. For um, people for people who missed it, by the way, Levante David, who a lot of people liked in the press from the Bucks, he is back on the Bucks. So he's off the table. I did see that. And, and Godwin's also been locked up as a franchise player. So for people who think OBJ's going to Tampa Bay, I think that's out. That also means though, Shaq Barrett, I mean, there's that's only so much money to go around. I mean, the Bucks are probably tapped out. So that Shaq Barrett's going to move on. That's my point. Again, Reddick. To me, these guys are all the same. Do you feel any differently? Lost. No, no, you're right. And on top of that, when you're talking about a guy, when you're talking about a guy who's going to look at having a chip on his shoulder because he's he he's the one on the outside looking in from a Super Bowl team that basically secured everyone else. Except for Shaq Barrett. And yeah, everyone else, you know, is coming back to make another run at it. And and so where's the best place where he can go make a run at it? Come to Cleveland, brother. Let's go do it. I am more and more. That's and a more, good move right there. I like and that. I, I, I just think of more and more and more. That's the move. Yeah. I just think that's If you're going to go for it again, would I be mad about Reddick? No. Hendrickson? No. Lawson? No. Like, I won't be mad. Like, they're good. Like, all these are good options. They're good. Like, they're good players. Like, Bud Dupree? No. Like, I like that. I would love Shaq Barrett. Oh, God. That's a woo. Oh, and can we get over the weird, uh, the weird? I don't want to sign a Pittsburgh Steelers player stuff oh, too. God. It's can like, we get it's over like that? People's, jo- People's Jones. I know. In Michigan, Pittsburgh we need play- to get over that shit. Let's just not Oaks. forget. Let's not forget Oaks. that Joe Hayden went to Pittsburgh and drove us fucking nuts for years. Yes. So. Yes. In the eighties, if you could, would you sign Rod Woodson? Yes. 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 Okay. By the way, Boilermaker. But like, that's the thing. That's that's the thing. Yeah. Would there, you have loved would... to have had Jerome Bettis in the backfield? Oh uh, yeah. Domer, Nerdamer. Yeah. I I love that guy. I'm not I love that lie. guy. I really nice guy. Him. Very very nice. Yes. Guy. Um, Levante David got signed by the Bucks. We already discussed that. Here's another one that I'm putting to bed. I think Lashawn Marshawn Lattimore is completely California dreaming. I don't think that's. I I think there's no chance. From everything, there was a nice article again by Mary Kay about Greedy Williams. Yep. I think they're putting all their chips. Why did you freeze, Andy? What happened? Andy's talking about Greedy Williams. Uh, he's referring to the article that Mary Kay wrote. 
I can tell you a little bit about it. Uh, Greedy Williams, his issue, his nerve issue, um, he's being called out by some folks. And some folks are claiming that that it's not really as big of a deal as he was making it out to be. And what some folks don't understand is, according to Greedy, is that uh, nerve damage is one hell of an issue and that it does not fix itself overnight. And I can tell you right now that being someone who has suffered from my own nerve damage, uh, that it does not fix itself overnight. Um, it is a struggle and it is something that uh, takes a long time to fix. And it is very frustrating because it's not necessarily something that looks like it's a physical injury that you like, you know, you're not dealing with something that's visible. You're dealing with something internal that you can't see. And it's frustrating. And it's something that he has been rehabbing for a long time. And what is good is, is it seems like Greedy is on the right track. And it seems like he is in the right place and that he will be back. And that is the hope. That is where we are at right now with Greedy Williams. Greedy is slowly making his way back to full strength. Um, we'll take a look at this, you know, pro football talk, NBCSports.com, um, that he is slowly making his way back and that he hopefully will be healthy and ready to go in 2021, uh, this upcoming season. Um, he thought it was just a stinger is basically how he felt when that first injury had happened. He did not think that he was going to be out for a long time. He thought he'd be back to practice the next day when he first got his injury. And that was just a tackling drill back in August. That's what happened. Didn't work out that way for him. So after like three or four days, he was dealing with numbness and soreness. And again, we're talking about nerve damage. We're talking about a nerve injury. And anyone out there who has experienced this knows it takes a while, a long while. Doctors told him six to 12 months. It's been every bit of that for him. He's needed that rehab. So hopefully he'll be back. And that's what it looks like is that he is on the path to being back. Hopefully he'll be ready People don't realize what nerve damage really is. It's a serious matter of health. Nerves are weird. Uh, that's according to Greedy Williams. We just talked about that. It's not fake. Like I said, there you go. Um, moving on, as we still wait for Andy to come back, looks like he might be popping back in here. Um, we already talked about the Odell Beckham Jr. stuff. And we talked about some of this edge rusher stuff. And we talked about uh, the Browns releasing Adrian Claiborne. So there is Andy. Andy, I already went over. And that's where my gold is buried. <laughs> yeah. Fuck your internet, man. <laughs> well, whatever. That's so good. many good. I was saying so many good things myself. It's all good. I just went through all the Greedy Williams stuff. I went through all of it. So we're all good. We rolled through it. Look, I'm gonna, I was, I'm I was moving on. on. I'm going to leave it on this about Greedy. He's going to get back to this. I actually I think. Said, nerve damage fucking blows. I've, I've had, I deal with it all the time. I've got, I've got pinch nerve shit in my shoulders and neck, my back. I've got nerve damage in my hands from shit that I did a long time ago. 
you can't feel nothing. I didn't exactly rehab it like I should, so I deal with it long-term because I'm an idiot. Whatever. Go ahead. I just think signing a, an experienced cornerback who's not with Marshawn Lattimore, I think giving Greedy Williams one more chance is the right thing to do because you need to give him one year. But you need oh, to get someone in yeah. there who – I, I, I will say this. I, I am not as big a fan about Terrence Mitchell and some of these other guys, other people are. I, I think getting like a butler, I've been hearing that rumor name. I think that makes a lot of sense to make sure in case Greedy doesn't, you know, he still has problems. Andy, there's no, I will say this. There's no way you can rely on Terrence Mitchell. There's not a chance in hell. I'm you can surprised. Go into, you cannot go into next season yeah, relying on Terrence Mitchell. No. You're telling me that there's people out there that are pushing that narrative? Who the fuck are they? Point me in their no. direction. I'm gonna no, go fight them. I, I don't want I'm to. Kidding. Do, I don't want to do that. Some of these people I really like as people, but they are saying things. I'm like, boy, I am not as high on Terrence Mitchell as other people are. But no, no, there's not like a Joseph, chance. No, no. Um, all right. So here's the other couple things, real quickly. Then we're on our way. Do I care that Brandon Marshall doesn't think OBJ should play in the Browns? No. Do you? Do you care? People say shit. Is OBJ coming back on the Browns? Yes. Yes. Blake Hans is back. I think that's a great story. I think that's a smart sign. I was impressed with him. Blake Hans coming off the street, playing the way he did in the playoffs, deserves every right to come back. Smart move. Smart sign. Like that. It's it's another reason why. Yeah. So that 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 takes me right back to. That's why I wish they would just sign Hollywood and let Njoku go if that's the way they got to do it. Because that's we, the same. That's do you, the do you, same want, you want to do that again? We can if you want. Uh, we can do it over and over again for the whole show. Hi, hi, EJ. We're going to the Cavs in a second. Um, the NFL draft's coming to Cleveland, yet there's no plans. No one knows how it's working. No one. But the NFL draft's coming to Cleveland. I heard there was a meeting about it the other day, though, right? Yes, but there's been no announcement. There's nothing about how it's going to be run. Nothing. Yeah, it sounds like the NFL. Might happen at the Rock Hall. Commissioner may be here. Might might happen at the Rock Hall. We're gonna do it. So we're just gonna we're gonna continue that narrative, huh? We're gonna that they're, they're that. Uh, I mean, all right. I, I, I look, guess. Look, look. I, I I'll just say this: is I really want to go to this. I know Jared, Holly, and I all want to go. Yeah. This is one of the most bizarre, <laughs> like less than fifty days out of just gonna throw shit on the wall, huh? Just gonna get like a. I'm fascinated to see how this is gonna work. I am fascinated. I just I think it's I think it says virtual written all over, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I think I think you, me, and Holly are just gonna be hanging out in Flannery's yeah. down on Fourth Street and that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I will gladly are they that's open okay. yet? I'll find out. I'm gonna be there soon. Um oh, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about that too. Here's the quick skinny. I did I find it's some NFL draft reading. Here's another positive. Oversaturated right receiver market helps you getting Higgins back. Oversaturated offensive draft this year helps you in the NFL drafting and Browns drafting defensively. Helps the Browns have really hit the timing. How many years have we missed timings on drafts? Boy, we hit it the last few years. Baker, Denzel Ward, Nick Chubb goes on and on. Wills, we've hit the lottery and some of these things, hitting it this year. There's actually good defensive players, but they are not in the top 10, according to people. And everybody who's in the top 10 needs offense that allows these things to drop. Even teams that aren't taking quarterback need offensive line. Bengals, my God, do they need an offensive tackle. Some of these other teams, they are going to grab – by the way, they're drafting great talent. Judy out of Alabama is a star. He's a stud. 
we know all the quarterbacks. So this helps. Here are the names I keep hearing. So I'll give them to you quickly. The one guy on most draft boards, if you're taking like the popularity poll between Kuiper and Boogler and some of these other people, is this guy Collins out of Tulsa. I the athletic I thought did a great job breaking this down. So here's a couple of comments from the coaches intel. Quote, he's a freak, Zach Collins. He has elite coverage skills, elite start, stop, elite closing speed. All things linebackers need. Extremely hand uses his hands extremely well. That's a great thing, too. Good ball skills. Can see things fast. Not a great blitzer or pass rusher, though. If he's playing linebacker the way the Browns play, I'm okay with this description. I like Zach Collins a lot. Um, yeah, don't mind whatever that was. Uh, what agreed. do you say, ma'am? I think that I <laughs> – you know when those videos when like pop up with oh, auto, buddy. auto don't audio? Yeah. Don't, don't, don't worry, sir. Yeah. So ridiculous. Don't like – I'll it's never – fucking yeah. pain in the ass. Oh, oh. And all I was trying to do was look up some sports numbers and stuff. <laughs> um, yes. 64260. 64260? Check some bots. You had me at 64260. Yeah. Collins is really getting shaped into this. We've all done this before. Things will change. Collins is the popular pick. I mean, it's unusual for deep 20s. Everyone have the same player. A lot. The majority has this. The other players you keep saying are this guy Quiddy Payne out of a pay, pay not pain, pay out of Michigan. I thought he was good. He didn't jump off the page to me as much as this guy below Phillips. I think Phillips is a stud uh, for 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 Miami. I think that kid is very good. He looks the part. I think Phillips is a just a stud defensive end with a motor who's just oh just wants to get after it. I think that's the guy. If I had to say like who's a plan B, I think it's this guy Phillips. I like him a lot out of Miami. Um, I like I'm admittedly, I'm going to have to watch. Sure. Uh, I sound like Hugh. I'm going to have to watch a tape on a lot of these guys. Um, this kid looks like, I mean, initially he's, he's big. He looks like he can fill out a little bit, which he will. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to watch tape on some of these kids. And that was something that I was actually getting prepared for. Uh, I was just talking to my buddy about this the other day because he's getting excited about that because that's what he does with his kids before the draft. Just watches a lot of tape on a lot of the top prospects, especially because he's a Packers fan Hmm. who they are going to draft. Um, So, yeah. Uh, Yeah. I, 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 I can't comment on what I feel about Jalen Phillips, to be honest, or what I feel. um, Well, those are the names. Those are names. Before we get to the tribe, which Jared's very thrilled about, I can't wait to do. I'll talk about it. Look at the excitement on his face. Um, The Browns' season ticket prices have increased again. Um, They're not, but they are still one of the lower premium um, price tickets in the league. So keep that in mind. I know sometimes I can jump out, but they are still one of the lower price tickets in the league. If you take it for what it's worth, I come from this mindset. I think they've earned the right to hike a little ticket, in my opinion, after the way they played. That is your Cleveland Browns. Out of everything we just discussed, is there one? Th- I mean, obviously Baker and all this other shit. I think the Browns, even with a great year, even with an exciting win, all that shit in Pittsburgh, I get the feeling this free agency is still going to be very active. Very, very, like, I mean, headline active. I think they're going to make a headline move of some sort. Trading, cutting, 
trading, cutting, signing. Something's going to happen big. Shocking. They're going to. They're going to. Andy, I get the feeling because they, I, because I they want to win the Super Bowl. Yep. I didn't know if that was going to happen at times. I get the feeling now it's like, well, they got to do something. Do they're something. they're not going to sit on that money for the sake of sitting on that money. Yeah. Any chance they cut Landry? What? He's expensive. What? I don't think so either. He is the most consistently the most consistent wide receiver in the league. Mm-hmm. Period. For, I agree. For more than a half a decade. It gets it gets burped and you know once in there's a while. There's no you, you cannot again you, like just saying. I, I agree with you. And I again, and again, you. changed the fucking culture. You want to mm-hmm. talk, you want to talk about like ground zero for changing the culture in Cleveland? Mm-hmm. It's it's Jarvis Landry. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. It, it's Jarvis Landry. I just wanted to bring it up because I've been I've been hearing it's not it's not a hard or Ooh. one of those rumors is getting peddled, but like it gets Ooh. it gets burped in discussions. Burped. Well, blow that fucking burp out in the wind. <laughs> I love Landry. Shit out Landry needs to come back. Landry is coming back. EJ Scalata, though, is ready to get rid of OBJ. What's up? I don't, yeah, well, that's fine. No, EJ. It's it's tricky. Here's here's where we ended on EJ. at the real in the show before I drop, dropped off into space. By the way, so are we cool with UFOs? Yo, yeah, of course. Yes. Yes. Look, it's see, this is what's so obnoxious about it. This is what's so obnoxious about all of that is there's nothing wrong with that like the fact like let's all right i can't believe you sucked me into this because you know i can't stand talking about this dumbasses bullshit and i ain't talking about baker i'm talking about that other douche nozzle i'm not saying his name i like literal governments have recently come out and said yeah they're shit all right, there's shit. There's stuff flying. We we don't know what it is. We know there's stuff. Yeah. So like enough. Enough. Anyone who knows how tiny and insignificant we are within the the, the vast the, see now you got me going into this. The vast <laughs> universe. Don't try to act like you have a clue and like it's crazy that there might be some shit flying around with some creature from another planet piloting that thing and baker might have seen one crazier things have happened aj scalato with a good transition in the tribe they will trade obj for an alien absolutely good job love you obj is kind of an alien cleveland indians ramirez and reyes as my good buddy said um they're back. The tribe is back. I'm excited about the tribe. Shaving a haircut. Two bits. You got to eat outdoors in Major League Baseball. And I guess they forgot. Uh, well, I thought they went there. to go get a haircut. And then they went out to dinner. They went out to dinner. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> they forgot. If you read some of the comments, oh. I'm just going to call it the way I see this. Here we go. This is the second time for Fran Mill in spring training. <laughs> because he did this last year. Yeah. And Jose and Jose and Jose Ramirez, I'm surprised. I'm really surprised about Jose. All that to be said, this is this is spring training. So we're practicing COVID protocols too. Fine. Just don't do this shit in April. We need you both. Spring training, whatever. 
April, April 22nd against the Yanks. Need you on the field. No buffets. No indoor seating. Mm-mm. I don't even care. I'm just glad they're back. Don't care. Just glad they're back. Don't care. You're only winning 80 this year, anyways. Don't matter. You're not you're not going to the playoffs this year. Doesn't matter. Aww. Doesn't matter. Go I ahead. Love the tribe. Go ahead. Give other players more opportunities. More at bats. Don't care. Go ahead. Fuck off. Who cares? Please make, make, I- make everything more difficult than it already is. Please, I got some comments about this. Quote, we're just excited to have them back. I know they're ready to come back and put their full effort in. I'll leave it at that. We're going to continue to have their back and work hard. I thought that was actually an appropriate statement from Mr. Pleasak. He pitched well the other day. I was hoping he'd learn. He's good. I know he is. He's good. Good. I don't think he's driving record? Did he record that statement from behind the wheel? I don't believe so. On his phone? Okay. Post it on Instagram. This this is our therapy session with Jared. And then we got to talk about the press release that came out through. I'd rather talk about time. Mandy Bell getting engaged and congratulate her. I'd rather do that. That's a guy I'm excited for too. Congratulations. I, really, that, I mean, that was her, her junior high sweetheart. I don't know. Her. Yeah, they've been dating forever, I think. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe because I think, maybe, well, yeah, I think that's her junior high sweetheart. I don't know. Well, she's been, yeah, I think so. They've known they're dating forever. Congratulations, Mandy, and to that lucky congratulations, day. Mandy. Um, let's see. Did they comb the desert, EJ Scalata, with his? Um, they. I don't oh, know if they did. Space baseballs. Baseballs. Um, they got jammed. When do when do the Cleveland Sea Spider the beef um, scrapes and the sweeps? They they they're starting in a few weeks. Jared is very down on everything, but I'm going to help lift the spirits. This guy Jimenez is really good. Um, I've been hearing this from Mets fans. I listened to the game not yes not today but yesterday. Jimenez is really I, I'm excited about this kid. Um, I don't think we're gonna miss Lindor at all. I think Jimenez is gonna come in there, triple crown, silver slugger, rookie of the year, all-star game, MVP. Okay, I went a little high. I, I do like Jimenez though. I, I think he and, and I was obviously teasing and joking, but I do like Jimenez. I actually think it's making this transition transition easier for me. And to tell you how confident they are in him, they've already kind of hinted the Rosario, not Eddie Rosario, the other Rosario, like, hey, you might not be playing shortstop. You might have to move somewhere else. So I think that's a great sign. Jimenez is hitting the cover off the ball. Yu Chang's our best spring training player ever. He's off to another hot start in the spring. I have learned to temper my expectations about this. Yeah, <laughs> see, I mean, yeah, we so, talk so, about this, these spring training so, numbers, spring training Hey, Jimenez is killing it in spring training. Jimenez is going to win the triple crown spring training. It's going to be great. Um, but but by the way, I think Jimenez is for real. I think Jimenez is a player. Didn't the Royals or the White Sox destroy him like a week ago, like eight nothing spring no, training? Spring training, no one cares. Right, spring uh, training, exactly. No one gives a shit. If it's positive, that's all we care. <laughs> Bieber giving up seven runs, who cares? <laughs> but 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 Jimenez is hitting a in the park home run. I like that. Uh, but Yu Chang again is off to a great start. I really hope it continues. I like Yu Chang's. He's a Big kid, he's tall. I, 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 I like I, Yu Chang too. I, I really want him to continue on and do big things. I actually think the tribe have a good infield. Bobby Bradley's the other big star. He's having a I great I love spring. Bobby Bradley. So Bradley at first, like it. Cesar, love it. Jimenez, love it. J Ram, love it. Just you know, just eat outdoors. I like this team. I like the infield. Roberto, it's not bad. 
again, Dude, where's, who's, again, who's, who's the adult in the room and where's the leadership again? Uh, we thought, I thought we talked about this a week ago, I think or two weeks ago. We talked about it because we were talking about Frankie and we were talking about, how I told you they lack leadership in the, in the clubhouse, how, how, how it, it, it ended up. Carlos Santana was the de facto leader, the one who lost his shit over things. Yes, he was because the way, they were like because it. they were acting a fool and didn't take things as seriously as they needed to. Yeah, we're just happy. We're just happy to be here, ah, smiling all the time. Hey, yeah, yeah. Francisco, by the way, which I will say this: as angry as I was about everything, I will defend Francisco on this, and I will mention this story too that we need to get to after I bitch about the leadership thing. Who is the leader on this team? Because then I thought, okay, it's going to be Jose Ramirez. It's got to be. Jose's got to step up. And he and they did a big article about. And here we fucking are. I know. Well, All right. So now I said that. Now I, I do want to touch base on this Francisco issue with his name. And I only want to bring it up real quickly because I, I personally thought something might have gotten missed on it. And I know there might be some people that blow me off for this, but it's something that I, just because of the nature of things that I've, you know, just because of what I study in psychology and community psychology and and cultural psychology and, and community relations and all that stuff regarding, um, you know, his name is Francisco. It's his given name and his, his name means something. And, and when you call him Frankie and, and I didn't even think about this. And then it dawned on me when he said he thought it was being lazy and that offended a lot of Cleveland sports folk. And, and it offended people all over Twitter who are Cleveland sports fans that we follow. And they're making their jokes about it. You know, the reflogs and da, 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 da. And I thought, you know what? I think we might be missing something here. I think we're whitewashing this a little bit. I think that's the problem. I think calling him Frankie is whitewashing his name. And I don't really think that's cool. His name's Francisco. And if you're calling him Frankie because you're being lazy in a sense, and you're kind of taken away from his heritage from where he, you know what I mean? Like there's, that's a thing, you know, his, his given name is Francisco. And that is his culture. And that is his heritage. And, you know, that is that is what his name that is his given name. And there's a lot that is carried there. And it's not really for me or for anyone else to just be like, you know, make fun of him for getting upset about that. If that's the case, if that's the case. But I think that being aware of that cultural possibility of that being a part of the problem is worth thinking about. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, look, we all agree. There, there's no one's going to disagree with what you just said. I, I just hope that, you know, what I'll just leave it there. There's nothing. I mean, else he say. even said, you know, he even said somebody had somebody had called him out and said, "I wish you would have said something earlier without bitching about it." Da da da. And he even retweeted that and said, "You're right. I should have." So he was cool about it. The I'm only just, thing, the only thing I'll comment, um, which I feel bad, it was said up and down the team, up and down through everyone for years. And it's not yeah. right up and down the lineup, like up and down. I, but I mean, but I will say this too. Like, I don't, I mean, that doesn't necessarily make it okay. No, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not. I, I'm I wish not, I'm I would have ex- known. Maybe he didn't feel comfortable saying something, right? I mean, he doesn't necessarily, it's not, I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not excusing it. I'm just saying from, I mean, he's not, a, he's ESL, you know, no, no, that's no. not, no, no, right. No, no, I, I agree. I, I get, yeah. You know, I, I don't even want to do this topic anymore, but I'm just saying it was okay. across the board for years. And I feel bad for him. 
Yeah. Because it was a, it was not just us. It was not just fans. It was any organization from Francona to Andre Knott to yep. a lot of other people. Yep. So. Yep. Oh, yeah. Tom Hamilton. Everyone. All everyone. of us. Everyone. All of us did. And it was an endearing name for us. We that's, that's, we meant it in an endearing way. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's my point. I think it's actually a lot more complicated, but it, it's not right. It absolutely is. It absolutely is. I just wanted to throw out there that extra layer that we might not see from our standpoint. I think there's a lot there. And I think that's a part of it. I think there's a lot there. I'll leave it there. Because honestly, I wish him the best in New York Mets. I don't. <laughs> Separate issue. I don't. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> what do you want? Sorry. Wrong uniform. He gone. <laughs> I'm speechless. It takes me a lot. I'm speechless. Oh, it's a different. You get what I'm saying. No, I don't. <laughs> Are you serious? I, that's what I'm Why saying. That's, that's the line. That's the differentiator. Mets? I like him in New York. Why can't I like Jimenez? I like Jimenez. You're you can't. You're he's in New York. He's gone. Bye. Not on the team anymore. Can't root for you. You're not gonna root for Carlos Carrasco either. Come on. No, I w- I'm kidding. Anyway, I'm being. Am I really that petty and bitter? No. 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 I'm a smart ass. No. That's all. I had a girl on a date recently call me Billy. I didn't like that either. <laughs> <laughs> Billy. Isn't that cable guy? Yeah, that date that date did not end well. Billy. E- Billy. That's for that's for C Cleveland and Beyond behind the scenes. After I start drinking beer. EJ Scalata, probably happening soon at a theater near you. EJ Scalata. If only more people in this world would take the time to educate themselves and something like that. I agree. I think that's a bigger thing. It, 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 yeah. And I, I don't expect, it's not something everyone is aware of. Thank it really you, isn't. And I, that, like I said, even me, someone who has studied this sort of thing and has taken the time to, you know, try to make myself aware of uh, my own cultural ignorances and, and, you know, put myself in other people's shoes. It never dawned on me until that moment, until he said something. So Look, it, it, all, all these things are right. All I'm saying is there's a lot to this story because yeah. it was said throughout the organization, throughout the media, throughout the press, right. throughout national and local press. It was everywhere. Right. See, here we go. Javius knows what I'm talking about. If it doesn't start with Cleveland or Ohio, I'm not about it. See, <laughs> exactly. I think it's okay if he plays well for the Mets. It's fine. Yeah, you're right. We're not going to face them in the World Series anyways. Oh, my God. Debbie Downer. You're not excited about Kyle Contrell becoming the fifth starter? I am. All right. I'm getting I'm getting my Jimenez jersey tomorrow. I like this Jimenez kid. I'm high on him. Hi. He's going to be a great 230. Listen, winning cures everything. So. Logan Allen. Does that not excite people? I like Logan Allen. Actually, lefty. Well, finally, I have a lefty in the starter. Sounds like it's going to come down to Quantrill and Logan Allen for the fifth starter. Um, the four for people who've forgotten. Bieber, remember him? Cy Young Award winner. Please, Zach, you're our favorite Instagrammer. Savali, who's actually having a... I'm, I think Savali's going to have a bounce back here. Um, I really like how he's present. I, I'm telling you, this team's not as bad as I every time. I'm getting I know. I'm getting totally hooked on the Indians. I'm actually no. becoming more of a believer than I, 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 I don't think they're going to go to the playoffs, but I think it's high eighties now. 
really do. we've talked about this for a while andy that you know and i i'm still I'm in the same up. boat that if they if they can keep their shit together they are going to be a decent team i think chris mckenzie's a star i do i think he's a star if he I can think stay healthy yes oh he's gonna stay healthy he's, he's a star and, I, just, and then, I worry about him because he's big and lanky and i just worry uh, about his arm That's he really he just he just looks apart i love his energy i love his i love his um i just love his spirit yeah. i'm a big big tristan mckenzie fan um like all of it um we talked about bobby bradley so we won't repeat that story um okay so the mickey callaway stuff for people didn't that just broke tonight I don't think there's really anything really breaking news. It's an email that was clearly written because they knew it was going to get out from Dolan explaining to the organization, which every owner, if I worked at ESPN, I would have gotten one of those things. I've seen those emails before. I'm sure Jared has in his employer. When things like this happen, you usually get emails from some sort of CEO or someone at the top saying, hey, here's the, remember the culture, remember everything that's going on. Like, here's a, here's the things you do and don'ts and everything else. It's something you have to do. That's what kind of got leaked out tonight yeah. through the Indians email. I, I won't even really get into it. I thought it was appropriate from Dolan. I thought he said the right things. And I thought he, he did what he had to do because, you know, they they have a lot going on there. And whether, look, we can all debate. There's a lot of things here that need to be cleaned up. It's really, it's really obvious. Okay. All that to be said, it has, you know, Jared talked about some other things. I won't go too deep on it. I already have a lot. This is tarnished and put a big fog over the Indians, clearly. I don't think Frank, I, I feel for Francona. I don't think he's acting the same. Um, I feel for the whole situation with Nick and him. I just feel for both sides. Just, just, just feel for both sides of that. Um, and as a, and as a son, been both ends. Um, and, I'll, and I'll say this too. Like, I just think this whole situation, now I'm being serious. To be fair to Jared and many other Clevelanders I talked to, they are not excited about the tribe. And if we're being honest, this is probably the biggest reason why. And it's, and it's, and it's, I, I get it. It feels awful. It it's just not going does. well. It's not going it feel it's a it just leaves a sour feeling in your stomach, um, and a lot of it is because of we held, we hold, uh, you know, we hold Antonetti and, and Tito in such high regard. Turn off too, and turn off. Yeah, we thought highly of Callaway. We thought yeah. he. Um, we didn't. We didn't until recently. Yeah, we did. We we thought that we had such a a well oiled front office and management machine that was handling things in a way that kept this team competitive despite other things through ownership at times. Um, that also rallied fans around those guys even more, and it makes this. Um, well, you just, you understand, if you understand the nuance of it, you don't, you don't want to bury them, but you also shake your head and wish things were done differently. Um, you do feel badly when, you know, there, you know, Andy, we've, you know, I, I've, I've built a, a, a bit of a relationship with Nick over uh, the past handful of months, uh, Nick Francona over the past, you know, six months, seven months. Um, and so, and it's, you know, all online, it's not like we're close friends or anything like that, but um, we talk every once in a while in small bits. And we, we agree on a lot of things. 
and seeing this and with his father and, and them going through that, that, um, and, and publicly it, it's a lot. And you and I talked offline about a lot of that and it's, um, uh, it hurts. It's only something, it's only something Nick and Terry know about. It hurts. It, it hurts. And, Here's a, it hurts. Here's a, I mean, you, you know, it hurts. You know, you feel for them. I don't mean like I'm hurting in any way the right, same right. way that they are. I do not mean it in that way. Yeah. I just feel for them. I do too. I really do. It's, it's hard. The bigger thing I'll say, I'll give the 50,000 foot view. Yeah. Sadly, in sports, this is pretty more the norm than the latter. It's yeah. getting better. I just want to keep that in mind, everybody. Like, that, like, the Indians are getting spotlighted and there's some actually fair reason why they are. I love the Indians. I will always love them. Baseball team, guardians, whoever they are. I will love them. I like still a lot of people that were inside the organization a lot. I really do. I, I will cheer for them hard. The only thing I'll say is like, this is actually more prevalent than just the Indians. And there's a lot of cleanup that needs to be done across businesses, across other things and, and across that. And that's why these stories are much, much larger than a diamond and everything else. This, and, um, yeah. this goes to my uh, something that I've I've spoken about often, and because I've run into it a lot recently within my former career field in the military and broadcasting. I worked in American Forces Network, and as a broadcast journalist and public public affairs specialist throughout the Air Force and throughout the military for twelve years, I did that, and um, we we we've got issues with sexual assault and things like that that have that have happened, and um, and. And I, I've had this just this constant barrage of um, situations that I that I run into where I'm I'm constantly baffled at this um, this need to or at least this this initial knee jerk reaction to protect the worst of us and that feel like like in our, within our group or within whatever our, whatever our tribe is, and I don't pardon the pun, but you know, whatever our group or our tribe is that, that, that when you protect a guy like Callaway or whatever, whoever that is, when you, when you, when you protect the worst of that tribe, you think you're protecting the tribe, but you're not, you're, you're, you're really, you're really destroying the credibility of the tribe and, and, and you're creating a toxic environment within that tribe. And that the only way that you can keep that tribe healthy and that you keep those healthy relations, that healthy institution, the institution itself healthy, is to root out those individuals who are the worst of you within those tribes, within those institutions. And I, and I just feel like we culturally have to flip that mentality because it's far too often that we see different institutions defending the worst of us within those places and digging in our heels. And, and that's, it's, it's just causing more strife than it needs that. I'm sorry. We went down this path. I really am, but it, it, yeah. I, I think it means a lot. I think this is a situation where we clearly see that. Um, and it's, 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 it, it, it upsets me because I care and I oh, care no, about it, the Indians it, it, and I hate. I, I just, it just bums you out. It did sour pit and stomach's a fair example. Yeah. And it's going to be, and it needs to happen. Um, here's two comments. Don't run away because it's going to get worse. Attack the problem, yes. heal the problem and yes. move on. The other thing I'll say too is, um, and I hate saying it, but 
and it just doesn't go for sexual harassment. It goes across the board for anything that goes wrong. When you're winning, things get ignored. And I'll yes. leave it there. When you're losing, ask less miles. You'll get erased pretty fast. Yeah. When you're when you're not winning, you will get brushed out fast mm. in sports. When you are winning, Bob Knight, other people come to mind. You're going to get protected, and that is the, and that and it's been a centuries long time problem. I will say it's getting cleaned up, and there's a start, but there's a long way to go. Clearly, yeah. All that to be said, that is the Indians. I hate saying it. I'll do it one more time. I don't think I hate saying it. I hope I'm wrong. I don't think this story's done. I hope I'm wrong. I don't think it is. Um, no. And I reached out to uh, the reporter at the athletic and tried to attempt to get her to come on. And she basically said, I'm exhausted. I'm going to let the story speak for itself. Um, so Andy and I did try to make that happen. And um, Andy and I also speculated a little bit that, that, yeah, that there was probably more to this and that might be another reason. I think there's more to go. She's sitting back. Yep. Yeah. We'll see what happens. <clears throat> All to be said. If you want some positivity on the field, get excited about him and us. I'm telling you, get excited about him and us. Bobby Bradley, I think that's great. And please, 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 I'll do one more on the field. Can we have Daniel Johnson start in center field this year? Please. He's almost hitting 400. The guy only did was hit last year when he came up. I'm being serious. Daniel Johnson needs to be playing every day center field. Yeah. Sorry. I'm actually going to start getting hard on this. I don't want to see Daniel Johnson playing. If you have Naylor... Johnson, Rosario, all of a sudden I don't feel as bad about this team. And that's why I'm getting excited. I want Daniel Johnson to start playing every day. I don't want, I hate saying it, nothing against Oscar Mercado and Zimmer. I don't want to go through that experience anymore. Look, I mean, I I, I don't just, understand. I never understood the Oscar Mercado in center field to begin with. But Well, he played great coming up and then he stunk. And I, I, I just hate yeah. saying it. I just have, I don't understand we usually, as in this organization, as fans, see this, the pushing of size more, the pushing of these players fast. For some reason, they keep holding back Daniel Johnson. It's like, why? Let's play him. Let's go. I'm ready yeah. to see that kid fly. Yep. He's yep. hitting almost 400 in spring training. He hit last year when he came up. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm ready. That's my last take. I'm ready to see Daniel Johnson playing every day. All right. He's very, very good. Um, Purdue is on their way to hopefully winning a Big Ten championship. I'm very excited about the Big Ten. Um, there's basketball going on. I believe Duke won again today. That When we came on, they were beating mm. Louisville. Um, I've said this. I'm a huge March Madness <clears> fan. <throat> it is good having it back. Gonzaga, BYU was a good game. You know, Gonzaga won big late. It was a very close game up until late in the game, then they pulled away. I'm excited to have it back. I'm excited to have the tournament back. I, I did not realize how much I missed it until tonight when I was watching. Even before we came on, I was like just watching. Thanks, Javius. Watching Duke. God, I was just great. It's like, you know, it's good to have these games back. I love championship week. I love this shit. I just love uh, it. I love yeah. What I'm fired up about is um, uh, excited for Cleveland State. Great. That excited for Cleveland State. That by the way, by the way, you better lock him up. That guy can coach. If if I'm Indiana, 
Yeah. And then that guy um, can coach. He's a the other thing is I ended up I watched uh, I watched Ohio State as they lost their fourth straight. That was a rough one. Um, They're they can't. Okay, I'm ready to break this down. I've seen Ohio State. Ohio State all year won games as they're shooting. Yeah, they can really shoot when they've gone cold. They aren't great at rebounding. They're not a big team. They've got to shoot their way to win. I feel bad, Buckeye fans. I'm actually not trying to pour it on you. They have to shoot better. They don't it's have so funny that I decided to start watching basketball basketball right when they began that four game losing. By the way, if like they that's win, that's when I chose to start yeah. watching. By the way, if they if they um <laughs> I believe Minnesota won tonight. Minnesota plays the Buckeyes tomorrow. <clears throat> CSU, that's right, Javius. If yep. the Buckeyes win, they will play my Boilermakers again for the third time Friday at two, two thirty. Might watch that game. We'll be watching that game. We'll not be doing any work during that time. That's a great rematch. Three times being a team's tough. Great tournament. I love it. Illinois is hot. Michigan State's going to get back in, it looks like. Anything quick on the Cavs? Cleveland Cavaliers. Drummond. I, I'm telling, I, I, I'm, I can't believe I'm saying this. Damn it. I think the Cavs are going to have to buy out Drummond because it's just it's just not. LaMarcus Alder just left San Antonio. I, I just... Why, why would you not sign these guys for free? The Nets already signed Blake Griffin. LaMarcus Aldridge is getting signed by someone. I don't see Drummond getting traded. I'm, I'm, I don't understand this. Uh, How's that Cavs stream? I like the where the Cavs are going. I know this is the most bizarre. How's that Kevin most, Love Cavs stream? Uh, like, this is the most is he bizarre. He, the, the most bizarre. Um, he's wearing an essential sweater. I just want to say this one, one time. Um <laughs> Not whole the, teams were not the team here. <laughs> Designers. <clears throat> I mean, does that stick out like a sword? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's the weirdest picture. And he looks miserable. Oh, it's just so funny. Hopefully those checks cash, Kevin. I like Kevin though, but boy, it's been weird. Um, I am excited about Garland. He's played much better. Sexton, Sexton. Um, but boy, that was a terrible loss against the Pacers. McConnell tore us up. McConnell had a triple double. Points, assist, and steals. That does not happen much often in the NBA. I'll repeat, in steals, steals. He almost had 10 steals at halftime. Yeah, I was trying to think of somebody who'd done that recently, and, and the name is is uh, uh, falling out of my brain for some reason. I don't know I, why James Harden was popping in my head, but it wasn't James Harden. I, 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 don't I, I, I like where the cat – I like Jared Allen. Um, I'm seeing rumors about Teddy Osmond being traded. I think like all these, <laughs> bah, like, I think all these different, <laughs> he did Shut a great up. notice. <laughs> my, 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 my quick, my big reaction there. Um, for people who can't see us, we're on the podcast. There's a great head and shoulders commercial that Teddy does. And it's a nice commercial. I thought that was nice. He's such a nice man. And he's absolutely stinks at basketball. Mm. Um, it's a shame. Um, I, 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 I I'm hearing, baffling rumors but the Cavs are now not going to trade to larry nance jr if they were trade larry nance jr i think everybody would walk the plank of depression i know i would i can't believe that was even being contemplated be dumb. Break. i actually would have a connection that oh my god yeah I, that would make no sense that'd make no sense so but they've came off they they they've 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 got oxygen good I, there's some things about the Cavs are very weird there's some things i like and i like 
Winmar's had a good stretch. Dean Wade, Dean Wade's played well down yeah. the stretch, having nice moments. I'm I'm seeing bits and parts that I like, and yet Drummond is a oh gosh, that's an eyesore. What's going on, Kevin? Love to be fair. That's an eyesore. Poor Delvadova's not coming back, but he's doing a nice job as a coach. They don't have a backup point guard. It really sticks out in these games late. It's like they just don't have. It's like. They are making strides, yet they take two steps forward to take one step back. Three steps forward to take four steps back. It's like they're kind of just weirdly treading water, but it's because of – like you see some things and you're excited, and then you get reminded about other things. You're like, oh, fuck. Oh, oh. And the Pacer game was a perfect depiction of that because they, sh- because they should not have won that game. They almost did. And then McConnell's like, fuck it. If you're not going to take care of the ball, I'll just steal it out of your hands and just win the game. And he did. Well, and that's where they at. I like J.B. Bickerstaff, though. I do. I, I'm actually – I do like J.B. Bickerstaff. Yeah, and again, I've, I've like had him. conversations with folks offline. I still really think the issues come down to Kobe Altman's the problem. J.B. needs to go nowhere. He needs to stay. And, uh, and until they get that issue figured out, the Cavs are going to be, you know, the, I, I, I am. Here's what I'll say about. <clears throat> here's what I'll say about Mr. Altman. Windler is helping him save his job, and Garland is helping him save his job. But I don't think he's going to save his job because if they have to buy out Drummond, boy, ugh. It's I don't bad. think that's bad. I don't think Drummond's going to get traded. I can't believe I'm saying that tonight. I, when I saw the Lamarcus Aldridge story, I'm like. Ugh. Why would you make a trade for the Cavs? Are you going to get guys for free? Yeah. I agree with you, Javius. Javius on Facebook, great coaching job. I agree. Yeah. I JB. I there. This is the weirdest team we have right now. There's some things I do like. There's some <sighs> things I see, but there's some very far away problems. By the way, like McGee, they're going to have to get a backup center. I'm just telling you right now, have to. Have to. Have to. Uh, check out the website clevelandbeyond.net you can find the podcast there you can read about your hosts Andy and I got some bios up there real real fascinating stuff you want to check that out <laughs> <laughs> uh, follow us on Facebook facebook.com <laughs> facebook.com forward slash Jared will tell beyond. you everything he hates about the Indians this year he's just very very down <laughs> His favorite um, Hollywood Higgins moment. Listen, it'll, I'm hoping it changes. I can't hide my feelings, man. I wear them on my sleeve. It is. By the way, you, I, you know, I tease I, you. You tease me. It's that it happened. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a little sad. A little sad. Um, it is. I, a sad yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, the draft. Was- don't do dumb shit, and I won't be upset. You know. Okay, by the way, how typical of, of just so fucking stupid. They have this draft in Cleveland, yet everything's virtual. It's like. Ugh. <laughs> we again yeah so i mean we have to plan what we're gonna do for this and we can't even plan for it you we're can't gonna plan, plan. For we're gonna plan for it but we're gonna but we can't plan for it but we're gonna plan for it but we can't plan for it i agree Dave. this next one is gonna be a good day yeah it'll be a good day next monday i mean it's i think Purdue's gonna win national championship uh follow us on twitter at cle and beyond at cle and beyond shoot us an email andy and jared j-a-r-i-d at gmail.com uh check out andy talking about the calves on instagram on indians uh, soon with jared and holly yeah 
We're going to be talking, talking tribe. Can't wait. Never going to be sleeping on Instagram at official Cleveland sports every fucking night at official Cleveland sports on Instagram. Uh, We go live after the games. Oh yeah. Fun time. Big crowd there too. 152,000 followers on that page and thousands line up and Andy and, and Holly and I will get on there and just uh, roll through the questions and, and have a little, uh, you know, either either get our gripes out or have our celebration or you know shoot the shit it's what we do kind of like drink and ears all sorts of things oh yeah that was fun so anyway <laughs> watching that video as well join us for that. that is it <laughs> ah, whatever there's i've done worse it's, things in my it was life great it was great it was great but this uh, is one of those things like god we did that huh hmm. yeah we've i've done worse again i have no no regrets none none no, none none, none. Brought to you by Waiting for Next Year. Check them out, original Cleveland sports reporting at waitingfornextyear.com. And we are proud to be a part of Evergreen Podcasts. Andy, final thoughts. Cool. Thanks. Uh, uh, wait, wait. <laughs> I love Purdue. As Joe yeah. said, good night, everybody, right? I actually think Gonzaga is going to go undefeated and be the first time to go undefeated since UCLA to win the national championship. I think I think it's I think they're going to do the whole thing. It's going to be a great watch. Might it'd be a great story. Might might happen. Might happen. Might happen. By the way, Browns you know are, the Browns Georgia are going to Alabama might play players. Did you know that? They might. They might. The boosters, those boosters might. raising money, giving them yeah. players. Yeah, well, breaking news. Water's wet. It's not like uh, it's not like those kids and their families don't need money and shit too. You know. Oh, but that's a whole different discussion, right? <sighs> See, son of a bitch. My God, we, we should do a whole episode on that. Yeah, we went long tonight, brother. Almost an hour and a half show, uh, and plenty to catch up on. It felt it, it, it felt like we needed to go. Through. No, no, they're okay. Now, now I'm babbling, but one more. Yeah, we more. Jared and I will go live on Instagram Monday night with what we thought happened to the Browns. Is I can't do a show, but we'll go Monday night. I'll just tell Jared now we will. Tuesday okay. we'll re- relive. So I think it's going to go on all throughout the day and night. So we'll do something live on Instagram. On oh Monday yeah, we'll night. go. Yeah, we'll go live Instagram at official Cleveland Sports Monday night, and then we'll do this recap. Uh, we'll do this show. On Tuesday. Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook, and then this Tuesday. obviously is the podcast, so you'll be able to listen to it. Might be doing it live in person in Youngstown, Ohio. Might be. Don't know yet. Oh yeah. Uh, know, so wait a minute. Available. That's oh. So then, but that's the seventeenth. That's a Wednesday. That's St. Patrick's Day. Tuesday. So you'll be at the sixteenth. Okay. All right. Um, I'll I'll get the corned beef ready. We'll talk more later. Talk to you later. What are you doing? I don't know. Look, I hope everybody. This has been a long fucking show. If everybody who's hung on there for ninety minutes, God bless you. I just want to thank a good big middle finger Cox Cable Internet. <laughs> just can't fucking get this shit straight. I've had sinus issues, so I'm like my head hurts. This has been. I eat too much. Oh, you back at it again? I don't even get me started. I fucking get an old blows. Well, but, you know, I was hurting yesterday. I didn't know what headache just. There's so much dry air in Connecticut because of the cold. It's warm, but oh, I, okay. Go Tribe. Go Browns in the offseason. Go Cavs. 
beat the Pelicans on Friday. They have a road boy. The Cavs have a nasty schedule to start the year. Jeez. Poor Cavs. Good night, everybody. Talk bye bye. Take care. Go Boilers. Cleveland and Beyond with Andy and Jared is a part of Evergreen Podcast. You can follow them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cleveland and Beyond, on Twitter at CLE and Beyond, or shoot them an email at andyandjared at gmail.com. And don't forget to visit the website, clevelandandbeyond.net. should be simple. Just put on your shoes and go. And yet, when you try to learn about how to get better at it, especially as you age, you're confronted with conflicting advice, complicated workouts, and confusing nutrition trends that just won't work for you. On The Planted Runner, I'll share exactly how to run faster, longer, and feel great doing it at any age because you don't have time to waste. I'm Coach Claire Bartholik, and I went from not running at all in my late 30s to finishing a marathon in 2.58 at age 42, all on a plant-based diet. I've helped hundreds of runners achieve new personal records well into their 60s and even 70s with science-back training, plant-based nutrition, and proven mental strength techniques. Each episode of The Planted Runner is like a private coaching session on the run where you'll learn from me and the guests I interview. You'll get actionable lessons to help you become a better runner every week and reach goals that you never thought possible. Whether you're training for your first 5K or your 50th marathon, take along the planted runner on your next run. Let me show you how your best running is still ahead of you.